hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. The mission of Queer Money is to financially empower the LGBTQ plus community. Join us in thanking Capital One for supporting that mission. How can I retire yesterday? How can I improve my credit score? How can I get my partner to talk to me about money? And then how should my partner and I divide our finances when we do finally talk about our money? (laughs) Those are the four most common questions that we get. And today we're tackling the last one. How should my partner and I divide our finances? There's no right answer. And as you'll see and or hear, the LGBTQ community proves that. Right. You're listening to Queer Money episode 359. And today we're talking about how LGBTQ partners divide their finances and how you might consider doing it yourself. Now on with the show. How should my partner and I split our finances? It's a common question that we get. The truth is, however it is that works best for you. And as long as you and your partner are working towards financial independence and on your track to getting there, that's fine. Right. But it is interesting when we look at the data, how the LGBT community is splitting their finances when people are partnered. According to the Motley Fool Debt-Free Guys LGBTQ Plus Money Study, it shows that those who are partnered that are gay men or queer individuals who identify as straight, they're more likely to share most, if not all of their accounts together when deciding how to pay their expenses. Meanwhile, everyone else, transgender members of the community, bisexuals, lesbians who are all partnered, are more likely to split expenses while maintaining separate accounts. So... What are your options, regardless of your sexual orientation, your gender identity, the relationship structure you're in? What should you be doing? Well, let's take a look at three of them. We have three options here for you. The first is what we call the 50-50 split, or a cute way to call this is halvesies. (laughs) (laughs) Some partners feel it's important for each partner to put in an equal share of money towards the household expenses or family expenses. This kind of uh, gives a sense of things being fair and equal, and that's that's important to these particular couples could give one partner some financial freedom that the second partner may not already have, and that's a risk. And that's why this is a better solution for couples who have smaller wage gaps. The second way is a divided split, which is basically saying, I pay for some of the expenses, my partner pays for some of the other expenses. And really what's happening here is the partners look at the expenses and they kind of do a his and hers, hers and hers, his and his, mine and theirs, as they look at those expenses and decide who should pay for which one. doesn't necessarily mean that one individual is paying more, but sometimes this does happen. So for example, you might see that one partner is paying for the rent or mortgage while other another partner pays for the utilities and groceries. This is more common when we do see a large wage gap that say, for example, one individual is more established in their career, they're earning more money, or maybe they have or brought more financial responsibilities to the relationship. Um, But the problem with this or one of the difficulties that can happen here is what happens when one individual is temporarily out of work or not earning money, bringing money into the relationship because of their, their work structure. Tired of all the credit card offers you get from your current credit scoring app? Download CreditWise by Capital One today to avoid them. 
Exactly. And then uh, the third option that we have here, um, and not that these are the only three ways to do it, but this is the third option that we're covering here today, is what we call the percentage split, where everyone pays based on what they can contribute. So a percentage of each paycheck goes into a common joint account from which all expenses are paid. So therefore, a portion of each paycheck is going to cover every expense that the couple or the partners have. Uh, it works best when there's one primary funding account, so you can keep track of everything, and each couple, each partner commits to depositing an agreed upon percentage of each uh, of their paychecks to cover the household expenses um, that are available or required for that particular pay period. In our relationship, David <laughs> pays for everything, even though I'm not unemployed. <laughs> and John owns everything, even though I pay for it. <laughs> we know both of those are false statements, right? I, I think one of the important things to, to think about here with these three options is no matter which one of these you choose, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are doing it in a manner where you're sharing all of your accounts or just some of your accounts. You can have any single one of these work for you by sharing only one account or sharing every single account. But the important point here is to know that there are options for you, whether it's the 50-50 split as the first one we mentioned, the divided split where individuals pick various expenses, or the percentage split where more often than not, it's based on the amount of money that they're bringing into the relationship. What we do encourage is find what works for you. What's really important about this is that you talk to your partner. So stay tuned for your Queer Money Takeaway from this episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Queer Money Podcast. Here's your takeaway. We covered three ways to split your finances with your partner or partners. Pick a plan that works best for you. The idea here is have a plan. Do something with your money. Have the conversation about how things should be split. Then join us next Tuesday when we talk with the president and CEO of the National Endowment for Financial Education about the dearth of educational material accessible to many LGBTQ people when it comes to their money and what can be done about it. Then meet us back here next Thursday for another bonus queer money. Thank you and have a great weekend. Start your journey to financial independence with a checking and savings account that doesn't nickel and dime you with fees. Get a Capital One 360 checking or a 360 performance savings account at Capital One today. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.